And MLM Rebel is a new breed of network marketer, smarter, truly independent, and free. MLM Rebels wage war against the soul-sucking corporate world and against network groups who would rather preserve doctrine than helping people get results. MLM Rebels recognize when the world changes and changes with it. MLM Rebels don't believe in duplicating things that no longer work and would rather work without a safety net than within the confines of one. MLM Rebels are only involved in opportunities that give everyone an equal playing field instead of a top-heavy one. We don't care about the sacred cows of MLM, we don't care about the industry, and we do not care about the way it's always been done. We care about people following their gut. We care about people being able to quit their jobs now. We care about people being with their family instead of their boss every day. We care about people being with their family instead of their team all day. We care about people living free. We believe a truly free networker has multiple streams of income. We believe a truly free networker's creativity isn't shackled by their company's contract. We believe a truly free network marketer actually knows how to market and that they run their business like a real business. MLM Rebels prioritize faith, family, business, sacrifice sacred cows, build their own empires, never rebel against each other, and change the world. MLM Rebels know they are not confined by doctrine, not stifled by the past, and know they are one business away. My name is Zach Spear, and welcome to MLM Rebels. Hey, what's going on everyone? Zach here. I hope you're having a great day. Hey, I'm uh, driving right now, and I know it's you know it's Monday, Cyber Monday, and um, I was I actually had a plan on what to talk about today, and I decided to kind of change it up a little bit, um, and kind of catch you up, not even catch you up, but share kind of my story um, with you, and the reason I want to do that is not because I've never shared it before, but because. You know, I, I think the last time I shared the story was 200 episodes ago, <laughs> and there is many of you that um, I would say the, the the overwhelming majority uh, were not around back then. Um, actually, that's just that's duh. Of course, you weren't. Um, and I, I literally remember when I shared that story, well, kind of the origin story, if you will. Um, back in Chicago, I literally remember driving. I was, I think I did the majority of it in the car and, um, I can actually remember being in, in the car and doing it. And, um, and, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. So I wanted to just kind of, I guess, share it again, but maybe, maybe I'll remember some new things. Maybe not. Um, I do know that it's not going to be, I'm not going to spend forever doing it because, um, I'm actually driving home right now and I got to get some stuff done. Also, I am a bit of an impatient driver, so I'm sitting behind a just complete series of buffoons right now, um, trying to get, you know, trying to get home. And um, I'm a pretty fast driver. I grew up racing, and um, I've had to really tame myself over the years to drive on the streets. But um, I still can't help. I, I can't help but like want to just like run people over that drive slow. And I'm literally sitting behind someone right now. I need to turn right at a light. And he is, uh, he is going straight. Like he, there's two lanes, right? There's a left lane and a right lane. I need to turn right. He's sitting in the right lane and he's going straight. And meanwhile, the left lane is open. So if I wasn't recording a podcast, I might be like, you know, going around him violently. Um, but I won't be doing that today. And, um, I got about 12 to 15 minutes on the drive home. So I'm going to try to do my best to uh, kind of condense it in there. And maybe maybe I won't get to the whole thing today. That's okay. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. But 
but I, I got in network marketing um, when I was uh, 20. Yeah, 20 years old. Um, I was just turning 21, so it was April of 2009 um, is when I got registered into network marketing. Um, I actually got into uh, Amway. Um, I used to be somewhat public sharing that, and then I just didn't, never wanted to like throw any companies under the bus, so I never really said what companies I was with, or no, I've only been with two, Amway and then the current one. Um, but I got started there. Um, I was working at a motorcycle dealership. <clears throat> I was selling bikes, uh, selling motorcycles. And, um, I, and, uh, and the guy that I used to sell cars with, one of the guys I used to sell cars with, got into network marketing, got into Amway, and ended up calling me and um, sponsoring me. And that guy actually ended up, he was, he was like really legit because we were building, this is all old school, right? So this is 2009. Like literally, I have I had like just got the iPhone three, um, and it was like it wasn't considered like I wasn't like you know the coolest person in the world, but you know not not a ton of people had smartphones, you know. Uh, like there was the original iPhone, like the original iPhone, and then there was the iPhone three. That was the next one, and so I remember having the iPhone three, and a bunch of people were like still using like you know the slider phones. Um, some people had Droids. And then some people had the iPhone 3, but it wasn't like now where everyone's got a smartphone. Um, and so I remember, yeah, I just remember, I remember that kind of like give you an idea of the era. And, um, you know, got called. Uh, I remember it was a Sunday night. I got uh, my friend, my friend texted me and or he actually texted me like the day before. And they told me he was going to call me on Sunday. So he basically gave me a heads up. And then on Sunday, he was going to call me with the upline. Um, and then on that Sunday, he called me, uh, I was sitting in my living room. I took the call, uh, had me watch like a seven minute video. Um, so I watched the video and, um, it was literally like, I ended up <laughs> like the video told me absolutely nothing like zero. I mean, you know, cause I, I got in, so I studied the video later on and it was like, totally didn't say anything. Um, but I was so just ambitious. I was like, so like excited, I guess. Just like, yeah, whatever, dude. So I said, yes. And um, I was like, let's do this. So, so I said yes to the video. And then I went up to uh, the hotel meeting the next day. So he invited me to a hotel meeting on Monday. And uh, I remember leaving work early. And so I had, you know, the motorcycle job. And I told my boss that I had to leave. And um, he was like, where are you going? And I kind of, I told him it was a business meeting, which was stupid. Um, and he was like, what? And so, uh, I ended up going to the, leaving early, left like about 30 minutes early, 40 minutes early. And, uh, I actually had to go to the mall and I, I worked in, um, if you're familiar with Chicagoland, I worked in, uh, Schaumburg, which is Woodfield area. And so I actually worked, worked at a place called Woodfield Motorsports. That was the name of the, the bike dealer. So I went to Woodfield mall, which is the, like the biggest mall in Chicagoland. And it's one of the biggest malls in the country. And, um, and I went to Woodfield Mall and I went to Express and bought a pair of dress pants because I literally had no dress clothes of any kind. So I had like, you know, some random dress shirt that my mom bought me for a funeral. And, uh, and I brought that with me and then I went to the mall and I brought, bought dress pants from Express for like 40 bucks. And I literally changed in the parking lot of Woodfield Mall and then and drove over to the meeting. Um, it's called an info session. And um, went, to the, went to the info session, saw the plan, business presentation, got super excited. I remember like 
I remember I was like, this is the best thing ever. And uh, I like wanted to sign up right there on the spot. They wouldn't let me sign up on the spot. I was like, ah. So the next day I met up with, um, with my upline at the Starbucks in Woodfield. And, um, and he, you know, got me, did, did the follow-up with me. I remember telling him that I wanted to, you know, uh, go part-time at the bike dealer and start a race car shop. That was my first goal, start a race car business, race car shop. And, um, and um, then later on that week, I got registered. Um, that Friday, there was a, like, what we, we used to call it a jam session. Basically, like, a little, like, a mini one-day conference uh, or, like, a one-evening conference. It was, like, four or five hours, um, and uh, there would be, like, four or 500 people there, and we would just, you know, there'd be some speakers, and we'd get all fired up, and, you know, what's up? And so I remember going to the jam session on Friday night and uh, hearing my big, big upline talk for the first time, and I was, like, you know, just completely thinking that this is the best thing in the history of the world. And, by the way, I, I still think network marketing is the best thing on the planet. Um and so I just thought it was the best thing ever. I was like, yes, this is awesome. And then um, I proceeded to be the exact downline you would want to sponsor. Um, I Obviously, I had my quirks, and I probably made Mark, that was my big upline's name, probably made his life uh, quite annoying for uh, like many, many times because, you know, I was very ambitious, willing to take a lot of action, but also like 21 years old and kind of crazy, right? And so I'd get myself in trouble a lot and say stupid things on stage that he'd have to come and, like, fix and, uh, you know, make dumb decisions with my team and he'd have to come and patch it up and stuff like that. But as far as taking action, <laughs> I was I was actually good. And, um, and I told me to make a list of my friends and family, so I did. I called them all. I remember sitting at my little crappy glass desk in my parents' house Um calling all my friends and family like a week after I got started. I remember literally making a list of like 800 people and I called them all. I still remember calling some of them and, um, you know, I got some of them started. Um, and I actually got some fairly decent, like success really early on. Um, you know, I had a fair amount of like, kind of like bullying influence with my friends. I'm kind of being facetious. I didn't really bully anyone, but I, I had some influence with my friends. And so I got a bunch of people started and I was kind of like the hot kid on the block for, for, you know, whatever, I don't know, a couple months. And then basically what happened is my team fell apart because I had no idea how to handle it. And, um, and because I was recruiting like low quality people and, uh, fell apart and I was like, Hey Mark, what do I do? And he basically told me to, you know, go meet people. So I would, that's when I kind of got into my cold contacting habit. And so between him and then the other upline, whose name is Greg, was Greg, um, I basically got on a 10 contact, 10 to 15 contact a night cadence. And so I'd literally go to work and I'd get off of work and I would go meet 10 to 15 people every single night. And like in the beginning, I would just straight up pitch them right there on the spot. I'd be like, Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. We talked for five minutes. And I'd be like, are you looking to make extra money? <laughs> and just like straight up bang. And, um, I eventually got a little more smooth and stuff like that and started asking for business cards and whatever. But, um, I remember, I remember pretty early on I was working at the bike dealer and I was making not a ton of money, but you know, for me at, at that time, 20, 20 years old, turning 21, I remember I was like, if you annualize my income, like I was making like 50,000, maybe 60,000 a year at my job. And 
and, and that was, you know, of course it was feast or famine, right? Uh, sales. Um, but like, it was pretty good. Um, and I remember I, my, my busiest times of year were, or, or excuse me, parts of the week were nights and weekends. That's when people came to dealerships and bought stuff. And that's ironically when I needed to build Amway. So, um, basically I got coaching to quit that job and go get a normal, like, um, like office job. Well, I don't have a degree. I still don't. And so like having an office job at that time before like, I really developed any legit skills besides sales, um, which is by the way, the most important skill anyway. Um, but I didn't know that at the time I, I took a like crap office job. So I ended up quitting the bike dealer to get an office job where I just had to work Monday through Friday, like seven to three. And I was like basically a paper pusher. I was like, you know, doing admin bull crap. And I got, I was paying, getting paid $10 and 50 cents an hour. And I remember it being such a shock to my system, like how little money that was. Um, you know, granted, I mean, 50 grand is not that much, but like 20 grand is even worse. And that's basically what 10 bucks an hour is. It's like 22,000. And so I was like making diddly squat. And, um, meanwhile, the expenses to run that Amway business were like a thousand bucks a month, yeah, like insane. And so like I was, I was making like freaking two grand a month. I don't even know what that is. Not even. And I was spending like a thousand of that Amway. <laughs> I don't know how, I literally don't know how I survived. Uh, I think my, I think it's cause I stole my parents' food. Um, probably the only possible reason. And, um, there's a g- big piece of crap in the road right now. Um, <laughs> and so I'm, I worked at that job for like a year and a half and I ended up getting fired from it because I went to a conference and we had f- four to five conferences a year at Amway. Insane. Went to a conference and when I was gone, um, someone basically like kind of screwed me at the job. They like, they made a mistake and blamed and like signed my name on it. And then I got fired when I got back. And so then I got another job at an insurance company and, um, and, and, uh, I stayed there for a little while. Then I ended up, I, I floated through like three more jobs. <laughs> and then, um, anyway, I want to pause really quick and just say like, I know it sounds like I was just busting on Amway a bunch. Um, and, and in many ways I have lots of things to bust on them for, but teaching me like network marketing principles, leadership principles, um, second to none for me at that time in my life. Um, and giving me people to associate with like guys to associate with that had a solid, solid head on their shoulders that cared about people and were good leaders. There was nothing more valuable. Like I, there was a lot of bull crap I had to undo out of my head after leaving Amway, but the good outweighed the bad for sure. And so, uh, please don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I had a, I had a overall a very good experience and it led me on the journey that we're on today, which I am appreciative of. But anyway, I, I floated through some more jobs. Um, and I eventually got to the point where I just was frustrated, to be honest with you. Um, I had spent, uh, that, that, I'm going to fast forward a lot, but I had basically spent six years doing everything I just said. So basically what I had done is I had been cold contacting people every night, 10 to 15 people a night for like six years straight after work. 
and building teams. And so basically I was spending 40 to 50 hours a week, maybe not me, definitely 40, 40 hours a week in, in Amway outside of my full-time job. Um, I went, I would get up, go to work. I would come out, come out of work. I'd go take a nap on the car. I'd go call contact for four or five hours, depending on how long it took me. And then I'd go meet up with my team and like sponsor their people. And then I would go like to the hotel meetings and like, you know, do that thing. And so every night was midnight, one, two, three in the morning easily. And, um, that was my life for six years. And after these six years, I started to question things and it was just kind of a natural questioning. It wasn't like I meant to, um, you know, I never told my upline I wasn't going to quit ever because anytime someone ever told me they were never going to quit on me, I knew they were going to quit on me. So I never told them I was never going to quit, but I believed that I was never going to quit. I believed inside, like I will never leave, leave Amway. I'll never leave my upline. I'll never leave this. And so I, I really believed that. And I never had any intention of leaving, you know, to be honest, I didn't really want to, I just started to naturally question things. And I think it was something inside me just was like, I've spent so long doing this. And my bottom line results were, um, my bottom line results were I was making best case scenario, like a thousand dollars a month in Amway, like best case. Um, but I was, I already told you my expenses, like they were easily a thousand bucks a month. So I was still like at best breaking even after six years. And now I am playing my grad right now. So hold on. Do, do, do. All right. I think that's about right. Boop. Okay. Um, car is off. Doors are unlocked. I'm going to stand up. Um, so, you know, uh, what was I saying? Someone remind me what I was saying. Uh, income making, oh yeah. So I'm making, you know, thousand, thousand bucks, right? Uh, before expenses, but after expenses, I'm probably making nothing. And like my job income, you know, at that point I had gotten into corporate sales. And if you would annualize that income, I would have probably been doing 180 grand that year. Um, in my corporate job. And so basically this is all, this all kind of is circulating in my head. I'm like, wait a second. I've been doing this corporate thing, this corporate, the corporate sales job for, uh, six, six months. And if you were to annualize this income, what I'm starting to make, I'm slated, I'm kind of projected to make between, you know, I have 180 in my head. I think it was 180, like around 180 grand this year or whatever. And yet my business that I've been working at for six years with way more effort is giving me literally a thousand dollars a month. And I basically, I'd, I'd had these kind of murmurings in my head before, but I'd always shoved them down thinking like, oh, it's because I haven't figured something out or it's because I haven't worked hard enough or blah, blah, blah. Just made excuses for myself. And I finally started to like really give those thoughts some, some credit. And I, th- I know my, at this point, you know, my, that, that guy, Mark, we became like really good friends. You know, I would call us close to best friends. Um, we became very good friends. And, uh, and I was, all of my friends were in the business, either in my upline, downline, or crossline, every single one of them. I like literally had zero friends outside the business. 
Um, and I knew that some of them didn't know, but some of them could tell. Some of them could tell something had shifted in me and was shifting. And I started to basically look into online strategies. I started to think, what if I could build this online? And the first things I first things I looked in or I kind of looked at was um, like the typical traction marketing stuff, right? And I didn't know anything, and so I was like, oh, this is better than nothing, right? So I started looking at, it, sort of reading it, learning about it, realized that there was something there, but I I could I could already intuitively sense that most of the stuff I was looking at of attraction marketing wasn't good marketing. Like I could just like I somehow intuitively sensed that I was like, this is this makes sense, but this, this isn't the full package. This is not the full picture. There's something missing here. I kind of knew that, but I knew that they set me on the right path. And so I remember reading, um, some attraction marketing blogs and, and kind of like getting like my mind sort of opened and, um, and it, and it, it threw a wrench in my system big time. I remember I went not long after that, I went to a conference, but probably six months later, and I'm starting to really question things now. And now, now Ashley totally knows, you know, uh, no one else, but I mean, Ashley's very aware of how much I'm questioning things, which is a shock to her system big time. Um, and I remember being at a conference and I was so annoyed. I remember sitting in the crowd listening to the, to the same crap and I was like, this does not work. Like, I'm literally th- I'm listening to the speaker. I'm like, I don't, like, he doesn't think he's lying because he's, I, like, he, he's not lying. He's, he's telling his version of the truth, yes. But he's wrong. Like, he's literally saying, I remember him saying, the hotel meeting is the linchpin of an effective recruiting strategy. I remember him saying something like that, like, in those, in those, almost in those same words. And I remember sitting there like, that's not right. Like back in the day it was in the eighties and the nineties. Yes, sure. You know, it was very, I remember listening to the, when they first started inventing hotel meetings instead of home meetings, how effective they were. I remember listening to those old audios and that was true back then, but he's saying this in 2015 or whatever it was, 14 or something. I don't know. And I'm like, that's just not right. That's not right. And I'm, cause I'm like, I've, I'm looking around and I'm like, I've been here for six years and the overall team isn't any bigger. Like there's always people growing on the team, but the overall, um, sustainable growth is not there. And I'm like, that's just not right. And I went out in the hall and I remember reading, uh, online marketing stuff in the hallway and I literally sat there and I was so angry. I remember being so angry. And I actually wrote myself a letter as if I was like 80 or 90 years old. And I, oh, you know, I should go find it. I, I would literally make, I'm, 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 I can like feel my emotions building up right now, like wanting to cry, just thinking about this letter, but I don't even know the words. I should go find it and like read it to you. But basically I wrote a letter to myself as a, like a 90 year old Zach to my self sitting there in the, con- like in the conference in the hallway. And basically the letter was saying like, um, it was like the 90 year old Zach that never quit Amway. It was the 90 year old Zach that never quit those old strategies and never tr- followed his, followed his, his gut, followed the truth. And I remember I wrote like Zach, um, 
man, I can't even like, can't like get it out. I mean, I don't even know what exactly I wrote, but I basically said like, you know, Zach, Ashley's still by your side. Um, but I never like me, 90 year old Zach, I never, I never followed what I believed was right. I never followed my truth. I never listened to what I believed God was telling me because I wanted to stay safe. I didn't want to let Mark down. I didn't want to let these people down. And so I, so I stayed and I look back at my life now knowing that I didn't follow what I believed was right. And you know, Zach, we're, we're doing okay financially. You know, we had to work a job for our entire career. We, we did end up making some decent money in Amway, but we never hit the, the biggest ranks like we thought that we would. Um, you know, we never got truly free and we never lived our true dream, our true passion. And I look back and I realized that even if I would have failed, the number one gift I would have wished I would have given myself was that I gave it everything that I had and I trusted me. And I don't know what got into me that day, but I wrote that as if I was, it's almost like I could feel that like future presence of myself, like talking to me. Very odd. And not long after that, I ended up, we ended up leaving and that ended up being incredibly difficult. Um, Very, very difficult. You know, all of my friends were there. All of my best friends were there. Everyone, nearly all of my friends at my wedding were from my team, uh, upline, downline, or crossline. Um, you know, I, I still owe a lot to who I became there. And I owe a lot to that guy, Mark. <clears throat> but I knew that we had to leave. And I knew that 90-year-old Zach was right. And I knew that we had to try to do it the way that we believe would be right. And we did. I remember having those conversations with my with some of my downline. I remember having those conversations. I called every single one of my upline personally. I remember talking to every single one of them. I remember going out to a steak dinner with Mark and his wife and Ashley. And they wished us luck. And it was very painful. Um, we ended up, uh, we ended up starting to build strategies for, uh, network marketing that were online. Um, during these kind of, I, I kind of skipped some time frames here, but at this point I had left my job and become a full-time online marketer. Um, uh, as an online marketing agency, I owned I was basically a freelancer and then kind of turned it into a, to an agency. So this is, I kind of just skipped some years here, but uh, that's what I was doing. And so the reason I had really dove into online marketing was so that I could um, learn online marketing and then bring those learnings back to network marketing, right? And um, we ended up eventually saying, you know what, we, we want to bring what we've learned back to network marketing officially, and um, at this point, I had become a fairly mature online marketer in in some senses, and um, I knew that my original thought that the original attraction marketing stuff I was reading was very elementary, and it I found out that it was, 
And so we started to kind of embark on that journey of developing the online marketing strategies that you would use for really high level uh, strategies outside of the outside of this industry. We started to apply those types, same types of strategies in this industry. And that's really where a lot of this was born. Um, you know, the first, uh, the first major success that we had was for a client. Uh, we, um, we developed a, 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 a guy hit me up asking to build him a network marketing funnel. And, uh, this was like a pretty high level learner because he, he was, he actually got into one of our funnels and he had reached out asking us to build something for him, for his network marketing thing. And, um, I ended up saying yes to that after talking with Ashley and deciding we should. And I remember within a few months of building his stuff out, uh, he was recruiting like like he recruited like 20 people one month and the next one was like 25 and it was like 30 and then it was and then it was like month after month after month and I was like and I'm like I'm like what he I remember sitting getting the text from him it said uh boom 22 and then 23 and I remember like questioning him I was like what do you mean 22 22 pe- what and he clarified that I just sponsored 22 people I'm like with like how he's like with your leads <laughs> what do you mean my leads He's like, you know, they, they, you wrote me an ad, you built me a funnel, it's all the applicants that are coming out the back end. Yeah, I sponsored like 30 of them. Like, this month? It was like the 20th day of the month or something. I'm like, this this month? Yeah, I'm like, holy crap. And, um, you know, back in my Amway days, like, I remember the you were considered at a very good pace if you were recruiting one person a month consistently. Like, if you did 12 in a year, you were considered at, at a very, very solid pace. And with my strategies, this guy was doing 30 a month. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's when I knew we really had something special. And um, Anyway, it's obviously progressed from there. Um, I imagine you kind of know some of the results, right, that uh, that uh, we and our, our students have been able to achieve. And um, I'm very grateful for those. But uh, this is kind of a little bit of how, as, as to how we got here today um uh yeah i mean there's so much more to, there's so much more i think to to talk about and tell but kind of it's a summary if you will and um it's pretty it's pretty wild uh looking back i mean you know i'm <laughs> i am uh yeah i don't want to i don't want to like get get braggadocious or anything but um uh, yeah, the, the strategies work, you guys, I'm just telling you that, um, uh, neither, neither Ashley or I work a a job, um, we live in a, uh, uh, great, beautiful spot in Southern California, um, the rent on this house is two and a half times the rent that we paid in Chicago, um, the, you know, the car that I'm blessed to drive is, uh, I, <laughs> I literally thought I would be way older before I was able to drive something like this. Um, uh, all of that's whatever. It just, it's whatever. The most important thing is that every morning, um, Ashley wants to catch up on a little bit of sleep because she gets up in the night to feed Bellamy. 
And every morning I spend two to three hours with them. Just sitting with them. And I couldn't have done that if I had a job. I couldn't have done that if I never trusted myself and trusted trusted God speaking to me, telling me, I need you to do this. I would probably be in a very similar spot a few years later, making thousand bucks a month in Amway, fifteen hundred bucks, working a job, actually working a job. I wouldn't have been able to spend two, three hours with him every morning <clears throat> before Ashley got up and got her workout in and stuff like that. And so it's really not about what you make, who cares. I mean, I'm not naive enough to think that money is permanent, you know. I mean, I never hope I go backwards. <laughs> I really don't. Um, and I do a lot of work to protect our finances from any stink holes. Um, but I'm not naive enough to think that finances make us who we are. And it's not about that. It's about having a clear conscience it's about going to bed saying, I did everything that I could. I trusted me. I trusted, I laid it all on the field. You know, the final thing that I want to share with you, I, I, I used to be very apprehensive about sharing this. I still kind of am. But I think it's worth, worth stating. When I was quitting my job um, to go full-time in, in online marketing. At that point, I was not um, doing online marketing for network marketing yet. Um, Not really. I was just kind of, I was dabbling, but most of my business was all, um, actually, I was just transitioning into the the agency. I was just transitioning into the marketing agency when I quit my job. And I was not making enough of the agency to support myself. But I knew I needed to quit. I could feel God was telling me to do that. And the, and I had already I had told my boss I am quitting and all this stuff and this is the, the high paying job I had and uh, after all the you know eyes were dotted the t's were crossed it was three days before I was supposed to leave and I felt in my spirit that that God said I want you to give the last of your savings away I was like what and he repeated it. <laughs> And I was like, okay. <laughs> like, well, that's crazy, but sure. Like, if, I'm, if I finally am listening to you and I'm finally doing what you told me to do this whole time, and finally have the courage to do it, I might as well just go all the way. And I could be hearing voices, but I think it's you. And he said, I want you to know who meets all of your needs. It's not going to be you. So I called Ashley. We were just dating. I told her. Uh, she was supportive, but obviously a little nervous, as I was. The next day, I committed the rest of my savings away outside of 500 bucks and rent that month. And it wasn't a lot, but it was enough to give me, it was enough, it was runway for sure. 
it was enough runway um, to get my feet under me after leaving the job. And um, two days later, I transferred it all out. I still remember calling the guy. He doesn't know why. <laughs> um, I still remember calling the, one of the guys who I gave a chunk, very large chunk to. And um, and it was really hard for the next few months. It was really hard. And I won't go into that right now. But the reason I tell you all that is just to say that um, God does meet all of our needs according to his riches and glory, not mine. And so that's why I think all of this works. It's because he said, I want you to do that, and then we did it. I want you to give, and we gave. And continue to give, and so we still give all of our honor and our glory to him, not to ourselves. And I always told myself that if I ever get a microphone, he gets the glory. And so I know a lot of you are spiritual, and a lot of you are not. (laughs) Uh, Either way, um, hopefully that means something to you. Um, Man, today's supposed to be my big Cyber Monday push. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Well, it's Cyber Monday. (laughs) <laughs> so go freaking buy it. <laughs> um, um, well, it is it is Cyber Monday. You know that. You've been following this for this promo for a week or two. Um, today's the last day, so uh, it's BlackFridayMLM.com. You probably know the site. Um, I don't know if it can change your life, but I know it. I know it can. I don't know if it will, but I know it can. I've watched it change. It it did change ours. It does. And I know it's changed others as well. And I know it can change yours. Don't spend six years like I did in a hamster wheel. I think those six years, they made me who I am. And I'm grateful for them in most cases, but I don't want anyone going through those if they don't have to. <clears throat> and you can save yourself those six years. So anyway, we love you. We appreciate you big time. Um, this is supposed to be a short, short episode. It ends up being the longest one ever. Um, if you found value in this, um, <laughs> well, hopefully you did. Scroll to the bottom. Hit five stars, leave a review. I'd appreciate it big time. But uh, we love you big time. We did everything that we've done for you. Did it for us, we did it for you. And so, anyway, love you guys. Appreciate you. Hope you have an amazing day. And uh, once again, it's Black Friday at MLM.com if you want to take advantage of, uh, of, the, of the Black Friday, Cyber Monday um, stuff. All right, guys, hope you have an amazing day. Talk to you soon.